Bang, Niner Gang, what a bounce back victory, my yes, dude. Yes, sir. Back in the win column. Yes, sir. This is the Can Lou Show. I'm your host, Trent. And it's your boy, Josh. Let's roll into this week, man. Um, let's just keep the good vibes going, keep it flowing, and enjoy. Let's talk about some things that happened because before we get to NFL, we usually start with NFL. Mm. There are some big college games. Mm. And for some reason, the correct paper is not on my desk. So you're going to start it off, Alabama, Michigan, and I will catch you right now. I mean, what a game. Both games, great games. I mean, can't ask for much more than that in overtime. Two overtime thrillers or no, only one went to overtime. And uh, I mean, Michigan's front just balled. They had six sacks and I want to say Bama might have had zero. I don't know if they had a sack. And so, I mean... I don't remember a sack. Yeah, Michigan's front was just doing their thing and on both ends, both sides of the football. I mean, they ran the ball well, and then J.J. McCarthy did his thing, dude, threw for three touchdowns, and he got the big, big shout-out from uh, Harbaugh, calling him the greatest quarterback to ever play. Did you see Tom Brady's response? No. Oh, he said, damn right, right? Or something damn like right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean... But did... Tom Brady won the national championship? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I, I remember totally they were saying that he had some comeback drive against Bama late in the season or something. I remember them saying something about that. I don't know, though. But, I mean, J.J. McCarthy doing his thing. And did you see the Harbaugh's after uh, – you can't find your paper? <laughs> no. My, guys, my paper disappeared like Houdini. All right, we're back, guys. Had a little bit of technical, well, not even technical difficulties. This guy put his paper in the drawer and looked everywhere but the drawer right in front of him. Guys, when the stomach's <laughs> in the way, the stomach's in the way. That's got to go away in 2024. <laughs> it's got to go away. Yes, sir. But all right, back to what I was saying about uh, after the game, after Michigan pulled out the game in an OT thriller. I mean, what, how did – oh, the last play was kind of – Oh, I didn't like that play call. Yeah. It reminded me of Tommy Reese at Notre Dame. I don't know if that came from him. It probably came from Saban, but Tommy Reese is their OC, and he was at Notre Dame, and I just couldn't stand his offense, bro. Uh-huh. And it just gave me flashbacks, like, this is why I hated watching Notre Dame. <laughs> like, what are you here. doing? What yeah, are you what, thinking? Like, I get it. He's your best player on your team. Fair. But bring in some tight ends. Make it jumbo. Get some good blocking. You yeah. just spread it wide, and they they feasted on that play. Yeah, and they've been balling up front, like, for most of the game. I mean, Milrow did his thing on the ground. And, I mean, he didn't throw for any touchdowns, but. Yeah. But Alabama kept it very close all the way down the wire, obviously. Yeah. So, we got to bring it up. FSU players. Delusional. I, I told you, I would be mad just like them. I would be mad, but, dude, like. For all their tweets and stuff, it wasn't like they got blown out of the water. They it went, did. Oh, no. Bama. Yeah. Yeah, Bama lost on the last play in overtime. But. It's like that's their tweets were so stupid. And for yeah. you guys that don't know, they're basically tweeting like we should have been there. Like this is what you guys get because it's like no, that game went to the wire. And people were gonna say, well, FSU, the, yeah, they didn't deserve it. They got blown out of their bowl game. I'm not gonna hold that blowout loss against them because none of their starters really played. I mean, they had majority of their starters seniors not playing because they're going to the draft for sure. Yeah, they had a lot of starters out. Mm. Not not all. But a lot. You don't think Georgia did? (laughs) 
Yeah, but maybe Georgia's just No, deeper. Georgia did, actually. Now that I remember yeah, that, they Georgia, did. Georgia was probably deeper, though. But they had wise. some of their guys. Like, yeah. Some of their guys went. I remember. Oh, I can't remember that receiver that's been going off all season for them, but he went off. So they had some guys for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, either way, they got blown out. You're, you can't hold it over them because if they didn't have their starters in, but, I mean, you're playing in a bowl game, dude. Yeah. Now Hardball gets to go to the championship with Michigan. But the other game. Texas, Washington. Mm-hmm. That was honestly, I thought the first half was better than the second half. Yeah, I know. I, I texted fireworks. You. I texted. I was like, this second half is about to be crazy, and it was, it was all right. Yeah, third quarter kind of blew. Fourth quarter was only good because the score was so tight at the end. Yeah. Um, Texas just had too many turnovers, bro. If you think about it, I think full four total turnovers, maybe three. It just it shot them in the foot, really hurt their chances, and then Penix just. I I love watching Penix throw the ball. His passes are so pretty. Dude, he like, balled. He could place a ball wherever he wants, honestly. 430 yards. Damn. I mean, yeah. he went off. He's like the third quarterback in college football history to do that in a play, in a championship game. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. And then the play at the end. I know you love your receivers and also your DBs. That play at the end. Fuck DBs. Over the top. <laughs> I don't fuck with DB. <laughs> okay, okay. But coming over the top and swatting that perfectly timed and not pulling, not nothing that would draw the penalty, just was a great way to end that game. Sucks for Texas, but someone's got to win, and it was just a great play. Yeah. Someone's got to win, exactly. Well, all right. We saw what happened. I think we both said Michigan and we both said Washington, right? Uh, No, you had Texas. Did I? Oh, yeah, I did. I Texas. definitely had Texas. Yeah, I definitely did not have Washington. For sure, I did yeah. not have Washington. But we both agreed. Mm. The winner coming out of Michigan, Alabama, was going to be the winner of the championship. Yeah. So, with that being said, Washington, Michigan, championship next Monday night. Obviously, we have Michigan. But how do they get it done? I mean, I have Michigan. But damn, bro. The way Penix has been playing, like, I mean, and then he went and did it against Texas, too. I He's think, a baller, but what? Go ahead. I think McCarthy's going to have that baller game this yeah. week. I'm not saying Pennick's going to have a bad game. Mm-hmm. I think McCarthy's going to go off and have like four four touchdown passes. And I kind of think Pennix, he's going to have a clean game, but it's not going to be a lot of touchdowns. I'm honestly thinking like a 42 to 14 game. I'm thinking blowout. Really? Yeah. The only reason why that Michigan defense is fucking great. Mm. I love the way they play, and I think they're going to bring even more pressure than they brought against Alabama because they could trust their DBs more. But, yeah, I'm thinking of 42-14, 42-21. It's going to be – they're going to out, they're going to double their points. Damn, I was kind of thinking it was going to be a, like, whoever has the ball last type of game. I could see that too. I really could. But, I, I don't know, I'm just, I got that weird feeling. I hope so, honestly, for Michigan. I want them to win. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're getting a lot of hate right now. Everyone's freaking hating on them. Like, when they're posting that they won, everyone's hating on them. Like, But how they win. How cool would it be for the Pac-12 to have a champion the last year of the Pac-12, and then it's, like, gone? Like It wouldn't be that cool because it's, it wouldn't be that it's cool. not USC. But, like, what a weird way to go out. No, honestly, it would be cool. It would It would be cool. That It would be funny, like. What a weird way to end the Pac-12. Like, yeah. we are the 
2023 national champions or 2024 national champions, and our conference is gone. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Um, man, that's gonna be a good one for sure. But let's look back at our week 17 picks. Let's get back into the NFL. Yeah, because I love talking college, but NFL, there's nothing like it. No, nope. we had some crazy picks for week 17. Um, our bo- our dogs both didn't hit. I had Jameer Gibbs only 15 carries for 43 yards. Mm. I'm not stamping a dog. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Josh Allen, my dog of the week, had 50 percent completion percentage, only 169 passing yards, no tutties, and one interception. Definitely not dog worthy. They got the dub. They they need these dubs right now. It seems like their dubs are coming off more off of a run game and not Josh Allen's hands. Thinking about it, like which, stats wise, which is crazy. How uh, I think Josh Allen has been doing this thing too, but definitely James Cook. Like when he's working, like they're working. So it's crazy to hear like people are saying Josh Allen should be in the talks for MVP. Like he's thrown a lot of picks this year, and I mean James Cook is what top five in rushing yards, top three. Yeah. So what if the the Bills pick up James uh, James Cook or Dalvin Cook? Sorry, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook to make this little playoff push. And his brother's just going crazy. Man, that would be kind of wild. I mean, you think I, anyone picks him up? Like, he's he, he has no he, juice? He, he has no touchdowns. I guess. But maybe the right system? I, he wasn't bad last year. Like, I don't know how he fell off so hard. I know Brees Hall is the man, the man there, but yeah, no touchdowns is just kind of wild. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I think, uh, yeah, James Cook has been balling this season. Yeah. Um, matchup wise, my matchup didn't happen. My it was Sauce versus Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper didn't play. I didn't catch that one. I know, me. I was actually looking forward to that one. Obviously, that's yeah. why I picked it, but it didn't happen. So, how'd your matchup go? My matchup: Penny Suo versus Michael Parsons. From what I remember and what I look back at, I mean, Suo was doing his thing. There was definitely some holdings, and I mean, that's it happens every game. Yeah, we've come to find out that that's just gonna happen to all the good DNs because I mean. If they were to call it every play, they'd probably have to call it every play. Yeah, <laughs> like, it happens all the time. So, but Har- uh, Parsons had zero sacks, and Sewell was doing his thing. So I'm taking Penny in that matchup. He won that matchup. I thought Parsons was going to get the best of him. I thought he was going to get some flags, maybe, and then they were going to have to like block him without holding, and then that's when he was going to eat. It didn't happen. Well, shit. That leads us right into our game: mm-hmm. Lions, Cowboys. Mm. Honestly, a great game. Lived up to the hype. It was a great game. Quarters one through three and seven eighths. I hate the way that game ended. <laughs> I hate the way the game ended. Dude, I know. That's not even coming from a Cowboys hater, but coming from a Cowboys hater. The guy went to the ref. I know. I, and you see Jared Goff telling him to go to the ref. So, like, why would he go to the ref and just not say anything? Yeah, he's not dumb. Yeah, what is Jerry Goff telling him? Like, to he's not the retarded. And then they said, uh, or Dan Campbell said that he explained that play to the refs before the game. Not before that play. Before the game happened, he told them about yeah. this play that was going to happen, that he was probably going to run. Yeah. and It's kind of crazy. On the English channel, which the normal broadcast, you don't hear the refs talk. I don't know why I didn't pick it up. But in the ESPN Deportes one, you could hear the refs talk. Like and it says number seventy reported as eligible, and it never said fifty eight or sixty eight. Sixty eight. Sixty eight reported as eligible, but it's like, come on, he went up to you like, yeah, 
I don't know. Just... It was also weird because why did uh, Suell go up? They were both right next to him. When you yeah. see the clip of number 68 walking up to the ref and there's another lineman right there, it's not number 70 who also is, mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? Maybe it's teaching him how to report. I don't know. but Oh, reporting, yeah. Yeah, I just, it just, yeah, it didn't seem right. And then I think it wasn't right because look at how fast the NFL took action in removing those refs from the playoffs. That whole crew cannot work the playoffs. Oh, I saw that. So it's like they know they fucked up. Very interesting, yeah. Like, that just shows, like, they they fucked up. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I didn't even think of that when I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. But that but, game was good. Yeah, I mean, you had Amon Ra and uh, CD who both, I mean, CD Breaking on another records. level. Yeah, 227 yards. I mean. He makes it look so easy, too. And I know one of those was a 98-yard touchdown. Yeah. That kind of was blown coverage because how long the play was in the backfield. But I'm he's, not taking that away from still has 130 yards after that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he makes it look so easy lately. And him and Dak have been cooking yeah. on that level. Yeah, for sure. I mean, ever since the whole – they're use, whoever said it, they're using CD like a – like a three receiver or something. Oh, uh, Dan like said it. Yeah, and I mean, ever since that, he's been on a tear. Like, double-digit receptions, like 100 yards. I mean, he's balling. Yeah. And then, even, dude, Sammy Laporta, dude, he is, I don't know when they got him in the draft, but he is a, a baller. Steal. Yeah, steal. From Iowa, still. Yeah, big-time baller. Um, Our other game? Dolphins-Ravens. Honestly, the first quarter made it look like it was going to be a good one. 10-7, mm -hmm. going out of the first. The Ravens said, nope, let's show everyone why we're the best team in the AFC. Yeah. And they put their foot on the gas pedal in the second quarter and never looked back and just cruised to a victory. Yeah, I mean, Lamar went absolutely, like, nuclear, dude. He had uh, more touchdowns than incompletions. He locked up the MVP. Dude. Sucks to say it for CMT. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm pretty sure he locked it up, especially... Well, I don't know. Are they playing their guy? Do they clinch the one seed? They clinch the one seed. They haven't said if they're playing their guys or not. It seems like they're not. And yeah, I feel like he probably. But even CMC is not playing next week either. But some people are saying that, which I think, I uh, it's tough because I saw him just demolish the Niners, and then he just went out the next week and demolished the Ravens or the Dolphins, and and did it against the Lions earlier in the year. Yeah, he's had a bunch of great games, but. A lot of people are saying the stats don't add up. He's not really like up there, and there's yeah, a couple no, of efficiency stats right. that he's up there in. But like, you're right. But he is winning the Big Ten games. Yeah, he's and playing the Big very Ten good games. in them. Yeah, for sure. So, I I wish it was CMC. It just I think the, it up the odds kind of did not. Especially fall just with him being a quarterback and having a five touchdown with three incompletions on the last game of his probably season. Yeah. I, yeah, he probably locked it up. Is it time? Time. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Guys, we said we were going to talk about it. We're here. 49er time. Let's do Dub it. City! Yes, sir. Let's Are go. you trying to shout out our pins real quick? <laughs> I, I, you're already there. You have us on Instagram. You guys already know. We got Dub City pins. Um, I'll throw a little extra logo on there right now. Um. Yeah, hit us up. We'll work something out. I mean, we just want everyone to be repping the best pin out there. Honestly, our pins, we don't have many, but they are... We got two. 
but they are better than most out there. <laughs> I went to a pin expo or whatever you want to call it, and our pins blow all the pins out of the water for the most part. There's a couple good creators, but shout out prominent kings. Dude. Yeah, he's that been guy, cooking, dude. His are actually insane. I'm not even saying that because he's our homie. Just he'll send me them, and then he'll, just the ones that he posts, like dude, I buy every single one that's not rant like any of my teams i'm buying yeah. if it's my team i'm copying it and he hasn't made one of my team yet so but i support i repost <laughs> um well he but, has one with your team on it it's the one with caleb williams and he's holding the notre dame helmet in his hand <laughs> yeah what do you hey, do his, okay, what yeah, do you do his last year in college against Notre Dame? Yeah, absolutely nothing four picks what do you do the year before that hey we're not talking about this last year bro yeah but this year doesn't count because it, it was a shitty year um <laughs> but yeah back to pins though I I went and I got a Jackie Robinson one. I was so happy because I was like, bro, I've never had – I've always loved Jackie Robinson. And I saw it and I was like, yes, let's go. I come home and I really look at it compared to ours. I was like, damn, this is so shitty. Yeah, I remember when you showed me I I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited because I was like, I haven't seen one. I thought it was good when I was there. Maybe it just – no disrespect. I mean, they yeah. tried. They did their thing, you know. They and that's why I'm not even saying the creator's name. It's just yeah. But I mean, uh, I just remember, dude. The one that you got me was it from that same expo? No, the it Kobe was... one. The Kobe one was nice. It was a whole different spot. Oh, okay. Because yeah, dude, he gave me this Kobe one. It was pretty badass. I just yeah. remembered that. I need to put that on my hat. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into 49ers. 49ers went all the way across the country. Morning game. Those are the hardest ones for West Coast teams. And it showed a little bit in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, we had a little bit of a slow start, um, both offense and defense. But I think halftime, we really turned around. And we were pulling – I was pulling up um, Steve Wilkes' second-half stats. Bro's been making halftime adjustments. We just controlled ha- – second-half shutout. You can't ask for anything better than from your defense than that. Like, yeah. Well, you know what I saw is – and I saw this in a podcast, and they were talking about another team. Reggie Bush went on Julian Edelman's podcast, uh, Names of Games or whatever, mm-hmm. or Games of Names. And Reggie Bush and them were talking about how when they had all those five stars and they were just like, they won back-to-back natties and everything. Like that that second season, I think after they won the first natty maybe or whenever they had all the guys. And they said that they're like, first like six games or something it was, they were losing the first half in the first half and they had to come back and win. And he said, it's because we're that team that everyone comes out. They have to come out so hyped for and just hit you in the mouth. Cause they're so hyped to play you. It's a big game for them. He's like, but for us, it was like another game, just another game. Yeah. But that, that helped the other team though, that they had all that hype in the beginning. But then yeah. once they like, you know, got hit in the mouth, they had, they had to respond. That's what the good teams do. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we bounce back offensive-wise, too. Mm. Brock Purdy looked so nice. His, his just, you know, game-managing throws. Dude, game, the system throws when he throws it a perfect dot. Like, oh, I love when the system writes that up for him. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> or when the system uh, tells him to scramble to the left and then, like, spin out and go to the right. And then direct traffic back the to the left button real and quick. throw across the field and throw a touchdown. Like, 
Dude, that's a great system play right there. Imagine like writing that play up in practice, like yeah. going all out, like Shanahan, and he just perfected it to the system. That's why Shanahan's coach of the year because he writes up plays like that. Yep. No one's else. No one else is writing up those plays. Everyone else you see, that's them being a game changer. Yeah. But when Purdy does it, that's Shanahan writing that up, bro. Talking about writing it up, Elijah <laughs> Mitchell is back writing his story. Dude, seventeen carries, eighty yards, two or one TD. Welcome back, Elijah Mitchell. Those aren't crazy stats, but for a guy that hasn't been playing for, I think, what, six, seven weeks? I don't know. Dude, it's been a while. He's been hurt a lot. He's back. He's healthy. He looked dominant, and what a perfect game to do. I think, honestly, the fact that Elijah Mitchell was carrying so well, it allowed CMC to rest. You get that mild calf strain. He could have possibly came back in, right? Mm. And he didn't need to. Elijah Mitchell showed us what we remember two years ago, you know, mm. where he's just a beast. Yeah. And he runs so hard, finds the correct gaps, and it might not look as purdy as CMC's. This guy keeps saying purdy. <laughs> it's it's a new thing. I can't say purdy without saying purdy. <laughs> it, it's the 49er effect, bro. Oh, yeah, I like it. Um, But he gets the job done, and I like watching him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wrote here right on my paper, the one-two punch with Elijah, and I didn't finish writing it, but I was going to say could be very dangerous in the playoffs very dangerous if they're both healthy and i mean bro didn't write it and he still has so much space on his paper <laughs> <laughs> it's because i know what i was gonna say just with that but they could be a very dangerous one-two punch i mean we really haven't seen like mccaffrey share the backfield <laughs> no he's controlled it yeah. every game but and this game this game coming up we could transition right into it with the rams 49ers well he's not playing I know. I was going to say, with him being out, we're going to see more Elijah Mitchell, oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. and Jordan Mason. Yeah. So, this is going to be a good test to see, like, against a, an all-right defense, like, mm. can he be the... We don't need him to be the dude, but can he be the dude, you know? Mm. And it'll be a great game heading into the playoffs, getting that workload back on his feet. Yeah. And taking control of it. For sure. Biggest rivalry the 49ers have right now. Wait, can we just shout out before we get into that? Brock Purdy, we got a couple of things to shout okay, out. Okay, okay, let's do it. Because basically, you know, our we get the extra game now, so a lot of the records when they're broken or whatever, the their yardages, people want to say, oh, but did they do it in 16 games or whatever? Well, what we did in 16 games, Purdy broke the record, uh, franchise record for passing yards in a season. I mean... Come on, dude. There's We've had some great quarterbacks. We've had Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, just to name some that I can think of right now. I mean, we've had a lot of good quarterbacks. And to say that Purdy broke the record in his second season, and he did it. In, he didn't need the extra game. He did it. No. And it's just it's crazy to think about. Like, the history. You were bringing it up. The history is insane. The quarterbacks and stuff. And... A year ago, two years ago, it was our offense was so good through the run game. Mm -hmm. The fact that Purdy's here and Kyle Shanahan has confidence, and that takes me back a week ago to the loss. He's already thrown four picks, and we're still throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. Every other coach is like, no, shut that down, and we're running the ball the rest of the game. No, we have so much trust in Purdy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome to see because we're not used to it as Niner fans for a while. Yeah. Even like Colin Kaepernick time, it wasn't – it was past, but it really wasn't. Like, it was run. And all our dark days, 
CJ Brotherford, Nick Mullins. Um, I don't want to keep bringing up the dirty pass, but it was never a pass game, and I love watching the deep balls fly. Mm. Like Ayuk's eating with it. Our whole team, the 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 record that we just broke, are one of the four teams ever to do it. I was waving for you. Or I was Purdy four thousand, Chris McCaffrey over two thousand, Ayuk over a thousand receiving, Kittle over a thousand receiving, and Debo over a thousand all-purpose yards. There's been teams that have done it. There's yeah, we're the fourth team in NFL history. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were the only team. No, we're a fourth. Um, but still, fourth in how many? Are you sure? With two thousand and three, with a thousand and four thousand. Yeah. I don't want to take away from the great thing if it is, but yeah. I'm almost ninety nine percent sure that mm. it's the we're the fourth team. Mm, okay. Well, still, that's a that's a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, all right. What I was trying to get into earlier before we had to go back a little bit because it was rightfully so. It was due. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hosting the Rams. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make it a clean sweep in the NFC West two years in a row. Can we do it? Are we resting our starters? Are we playing our dudes? Debo Samuel was hinting at that we're playing our dudes that are healthy, and I'm down to sweep our division. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, down, but I'm also down to let them rest. I don't care either way. I'm more of a person that kind of wants to keep it flowing. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, you don't have to play all your starters, but I think riding on a dub into the playoffs is way better than riding on a loss, even though it, it was, quote-unquote, your backups. Do I think our backups could beat the Rams? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. Right. Especially because the Rams already clinched too. Now they're fighting to see who they want to play. Maybe they see we have the backups in, and they put their backups in, like, right after. Because they lose, they still make the playoffs, you know? Not saying that they're going to not play their starters, but... It's just a real possibility. I don't know. Um, what else do I have here for this game? Offensive dogs. Mm. You know who I have? Mm. Yes. Don't look at my paper, fool. Sorry. I already saw it. <laughs> and the reason why I picked that dude is because he hates the Rams. Yes. Debo Samuel, boy. Yep. I think he'll have two tutties, 180 plus all purpose yards. And I think he's going to have more in the backfield because CMC is not playing. So a little partner switch with Elijah Mitchell. I can see that dog happening. I can see it too. I mean, yeah, Debo hates it and he loves to go off in the big games. I mean, I think that, I don't think he needs it, but I think it definitely helps. And I think it fuels him a little bit, those big games. Like he likes to show up in those. And hey, that's good for us. I'll take yeah. that. Your offensive dog? My offensive dog. I'm probably, I'm going to have to agree with you. Okay. Yeah, especially with him saying like we want to start. You know, you know he wants this game. He wants to mm-hmm. W. So I'm going to Debo too. Defensive dog. I'm going Dre Greenlaw. Mm. I want to hear his name a little more on the TV pr- coverage. So I'm saying a sack, an interception, and ten plus tackles. I don't know if they'll be solos, but he'll be in, in ten tackles. That's, I think that's an easy one. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interception that's going to be hard. And then I don't know if he has a sack on the season. So I was kind of like, let's just end the season on a good note, head into the playoffs, you know? I like Dre Greenlaw. Mm. I also really like uh, Traverius Ward or Lenore, just because I feel like they're going to have to ball out. Because Puka and Cup, I mean, some dogs. Yeah, and we don't have Avery Thomas playing this week. Mm. Um, I don't know if Jameer is coming back. 
I, Jair. Jair. I think he's questionable. Oh, yeah. He didn't play last week. Yeah. Huh? Logan Ryan or whatever. Yeah, Logan Ryan stepped up. I mean, hey, that's why you bring in vets. Yeah. You got to make these, these playoff runs. Yeah, someone's ready bring now. In vets. They got to be ready now. We got to look into our week 18. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. It's going to be a crazy week because there's a hell of a lot of playoff implications left. I feel like in the years past, we were kind of already settled by now. Like, there was maybe one, two meaningful games. Looking at our slate, there's a lot of fo- good football about to happen. Mm-hmm. I was looking when I wrote these down. I was like, a meaningless game. And then I couldn't find another one. Every single game has a playoff implication on one side or the other, except for the Jets-Patriots. Mm-hmm. Besides that, yeah. every other game has a playoff implication, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. There's got to be some dogs in that mix. If there's fighting for playoff spots, got to be some dogs. Mm. Who's your dog? My dog this week in a big game, Jordan Love playing the Bears. I mean, he's going to have to show up and show out and uh, just continue what Aaron Rodgers has, you know, put forth for him <laughs> and just continue that reign of terror on Chicago. So I'm saying he's going to throw for three tutties. You know, the, the typical quarterback dog stats three tutties 300 yards no interceptions all right so with that being said your dog is in that game that i have circled for my game number one Mm -hmm. so we'll just go there real quick bearish packers Mm -hmm. you're picking him to be your dog so i'm assuming you you're having the packers win right yeah this is justin field's last game as a bear i don't think so man i don't know what's up their coach i i kind of want them to ride with justin fields what he's shown me this year is that he could be the franchise quarterback. He extends plays. He's electrifying. And honestly, if I was an offensive guy, I would want to play alongside him. He puts it out for his team. He's not he's not shy to get hit. He's he's playing the position correctly. Mm-hmm. And I think with a little more help outside, like on the receiver spot, maybe a, a really great tight end. I know Cole Komet's good, but I don't know, maybe a couple extra blockers. Whatever the, whatever the answer is, I think you build around Justin Fields and you have that high pick, maybe you use it at the number one, or maybe you trade back and get, like, two picks real quick back-to-back, and you get two two dudes, you know? I don't know what you do, but I think you build, definitely build around Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm actually very curious, like, to see what they do. Because I think, like, he's he can be good, but I don't know if he's ever going to be, like, great. Yeah, I guess you got to say... Or is these quarterbacks have potential to be great mm-hmm. versus Justin Fields? I mean, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. That's what I was trying to think about right now while you're talking is like, what about the quarterbacks in the drafts? Like, you got Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. Um, I would say those are the three top. I, if I'm forgetting one, I mean, my bad, but like, I, I think Justin Fields give him one more year and with that weapon, I can see it. All right. Yeah, I think I think he could stay there for another year. Yeah. But I think Packers pull this one out and ride high into playoffs. I agree right Hopefully there. Hopefully knock someone off and play probably not, but that would be so cool if they knock one of those guys off. Yeah, I have I have the Packers winning for sure. My dog and it's our game number two of the week is coming from Tua Tungavailoa. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I said that wrong. But how nice would it be against a division opponent? For the playoff spot, for the number two seed, and 
the Bills or the Dolphins haven't done great against good teams, but he's gonna put up a crazy stat. Three TDs, one on the ground, so that's four. And the one that I'm really looking forward to, for him to do is 75% completion percentage. Mm. Obviously, you're gonna have a couple throwaway balls. I mean, that's just that's why I put 75. But that'd be a great game from him and kind of right into the playoffs. And you may face the Bills right again, but I could see it. I think how do I feel about that? And that also leads us, like I said, into our game number two. So you can break down other part of the game if you want. All right, let's just get into that game because that's what I'm thinking. Like, damn, are the Bills, though, are they going to ball out and ride high, like get that? Feed and nope, nope. I don't see it. No, I see the Dolphins winning this game. You know, Team if style. they would have beaten the Patriots more convincingly, and like they have Josh struggles, Allen, right? Yeah, if Josh Allen would have had a hell of a game, I mean, I probably would be sitting here saying the Bills, but they have struggles. Yeah, and the Dolphins got wood, but it was by the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, second best team. Yeah. And I think what helps it a lot, though, is it's Bills at Dolphins. Home field advantage at this time of the year makes a huge difference, especially weather-wise. You're going to sunny Miami where it's probably cold-ass Buffalo, like if it was in Buffalo. I'm, I just have Miami having the upper hand. All right. Let's get into our matchups. Matchup. My matchup comes from your game number two. So I'll just talk about the quarterbacks real quick, and you can break down the rest of the game. CJ Stroud versus Gardner Minshew. Mm. I picked this because I've actually been high on both of these quarterbacks. Um, more CJ Stroud than anything high else. On every quarterback. Nah, not every. I don't think I've ever been high on. You any just said of it. Justin Fields is going to be the guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He could be. I definitely have not been high on any quarterback from the New York <laughs> Giants, the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, the. All Atlanta right, we Falcons. don't have to name it. All right, get into your freaking. CJ Stroud, Gardner Minshew. I think CJ Stroud wins this matchup, just shooting it straight. But I think it's both going to be a crazy game for both. Um, I think Gardner Minshew puts up respectable numbers, maybe two TDs, and then CJ Stroud's going to have four TDs. I'm just saying it right now. I think they're going to win this game convincingly and take that playoff spot. Yeah, I can see that. And that's kind of why I have it as my game of the week. Because of the implications, they have the same record. But I wanted to pick Lions-Vikings, but I had to go with this game because of the implications. But like you said, I think they're going to win it convincingly too. I think it's going to be a very interesting game going into it, but like about halfway into the second quarter, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a beatdown. All right. People are going to switch to the Lions-Vikings game if it's on at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I just I see Houston just controlling this game, even though it's in Indianapolis. It's, D'Amico Ryan's gonna step up. Yeah, I think so. Too. Have and a I hell of a game call. Big win, yeah. Big You're, win going right. The last the thing playoffs. we're mi- missing, right, is matchup. Is your matchup? So let's hear it. My matchup this week is gonna be Travis Kelsey versus Derwin James. I mean, that's always a great matchup. It's always a fun matchup to watch. I mean, we've seen the body slams. We've seen Kelsey get locked up. We've seen him go and score touchdowns on him and get smacked and then still catch the touchdown. I mean, it's going to be a great matchup. And then this one, you know, the way the season's been going, I probably 
would pick Derwin James, but I think Travis Kelsey and Mahomes are going to be on a mission to be riding high with a W into the playoffs, especially the way they've been playing all season. You know, they're they're mad right now. They're they're probably pissed off and tired of it. They know what it takes, and I think I think they're going to be connecting big time in this game just to get there. They're going to force this team into riding into the playoffs on a W. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And then to top it off, Chargers just have no motivation. Like, yeah. they can't knock the Chiefs off. The Chiefs are already a lock. They are had a terrible season. Like, they probably just want it to end, honestly. <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Travis Kelsey, like, goes completely crazy and has the two TDs, three TDs. And they use that to go into the playoffs right high. And then ESPN and all the reporters are saying, are the Chiefs the best team in the AFC? Because, you know, right when they have a good game and connecting them, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. They'll say, are they better than the Ravens? They'll question it, question it, and we'll see in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But that was a great matchup. We don't have anything outside the NFL. We already hit our college football. Yeah, we we started with it. This season, or this episode. Man, that's going to be a good one. I know we started with it, and I know we already gave our predictions. But Monday night, after a great weekend of NFL football, mm-hmm. it's, that's going to be a great matchup. Yeah. But until then, deuces. Deuces. Deuces.